Welcome to The Bench, a space for notes on life. This is your host, Robert Cross Gardner, and today's episode is on death and rebirth. For those who gain value from it, I invite you to leave a review or share it with a friend. For those who wish to contact me directly, visit www.playexplorelove.com. Let's get to it. The Hindus have a phrase called samsara, and it means the cycle or the wheel of life. And they say that the goal of life is to escape samsara, to reach nirvana. The Christians have a similar idea, uh, preaching that this world is hell and that we achieve eternal salvation when we make it to heaven. But what is this death? What is this dying and consummate rebirth in salvation or in nirvana? And if we look, if we take the magnifying glass and bring it in a little bit, instead of looking over a lifetime, or in the Buddhist tradition with reincarnation, looking over many lifetimes, what if we took this idea of death and dying and and the inevitable rebirth and shrunk it, and we shrunk it down to a day? I walk outside and every day see the sun rise in the east. I don't always make it for the sunrise, mind you, but (laughs) the point is still the same. And every day it sets in the west, only to wake up the next day and see it happen again. It is this constant change. The same sun is setting, and yet each day it rises just slightly different, slightly different, slightly different. Just like us, we go to sleep, and then we wake up slightly different, slightly different, slightly different. You, know, you, can, you can prove this to be true for yourself if you look at a photo of yourself as a child. Uh, same being, same sun, but the body that we inhabit now is far different. Uh, although it was just minor differences every day over time. So, you know, there's no escaping this this life of change. Uh, it's inevitable. Uh, even, even something, you know, the most basic, we, we can prove this right now in this, in this space by just taking three deep breaths. Uh, inhale. And exhale. And as you inhale the second time, notice the change. Now it's going out. Now it comes in. And now it goes out. And the very thing that is keeping us alive is constantly changing. 
So why do we resist change? Why do we resist the inevitable nature of things? I think it's because we have a mind. <laughs> we get attached. We love. You know, and to love something deeply and then to lose it. Oh, oh you know, what pain. What pain. I lost my father about a year ago. The year, the the one year anniversary of his death was May 9th. You know, and I felt the whole range of emotions in response to that anger, sadness, grief. But it is inevitable, as many of the great teachers say, death is not an accident, it is merely a part of life, it is something that happens to all of us, but we don't have to wait until this final moment, until the end. We can choose to die daily, we can choose to die in each moment. You know, in, in truth, our cells are replenishing in each moment and changing and, and growing, and, uh, and so are we. And so it's just about letting our thoughts do the same thing, allowing our mind and our soul to have the same freedom that nature has, that we don't try and, and, and put things so tightly in a box that we don't allow the space for change. Now, this doesn't mean that we... we uh, enact chaos I understand the, the desire for order and structure and rules uh, and I'm not saying we get rid of them you know uh, in, the, in the Greek mythology Hermes and Apollo work to you know work together uh, Apollo has his structure he, he you know, knows the oracle and, and Hermes causes mischief but he's also the messenger. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> so I'm not saying, you know, get rid of all of the order. But make room for change. And ultimately make space for who we really are on the inside to, to come forth. Change can be really hard. You know, we get used to a certain way of being. Uh, we kind of groove into this habit of, well, if I do A, then B, and, and you know, it just becomes reactive. Uh, but life isn't, isn't meant to be lived reactive forever. You know, there are times when we, we have to put ourselves aside and make sacrifices and put others first and right on. <laughs> But not forever. Not forever. I think I was just talking to myself there. <laughs> that was that was definitely more advice for me, I think, than anybody else. There's a wonderful practice in meditation on uh, noting 
the dying process. <laughs> and I must say, it's not, it's not, right, it's not an accident. <laughs> it's not bad. And when we, and when we zoom out, not to say that it's good either, but when we zoom out, we see it's part of the cycle. The sun sets, the sun rises. Waves rise and they fall. But do they really end? Or do they just return to become a wave again? You know? <laughs> Every new beginning someday has its end. But sun rises in the morning. On this we can depend. But let us not wait until this moment of our physical death to experience the salvation, to experience the nirvana on the other side of it. Like we see in the symbol of yin and yang, like we notice when we watch the inhale and the exhale, there is a point where they change. And at that point, they are actually the same thing. And if we can learn to live our life in alignment with that point, as opposed to the, in alignment with the phenomena that circle around that point or arise on either side of that point, we can do as the great teachers talk about and we can die before death. We can come to terms. We can learn to accept that the only constant in this world is pure and constant change. We cannot fight against that, but rather learn to move with it, learn to dance with it. This isn't to say give ourselves completely to it. This isn't to say become a jellyfish in the ocean and just be washed around by the waves. Though sometimes life will do that. It's <laughs> to learn to steer the boat. To take full ownership over steering that thing. Over where it goes. Over setting the direction. Over finding your north star. Over, over you know, how we're going to drive this life. But understanding that ultimately we do not control this ocean. And if the ocean wants us to go left... No matter how hard we try and steer that boat to the right, the wave is taking us to the left. So we're going to close with practice. And if it's available to you, I invite you to close your eyes. If you're driving or riding the train or somewhere in public, maybe don't doesn't matter it's all the same <laughs> but I just want you to bring your awareness to the sounds in the room maybe it's the sound of my voice arising in your ears maybe it's the sound of some birds chirping in the background or children playing or cars humming. I want you to notice as the sounds arise 
and then how they fade. How my voice comes into your ear and then dips out of it. And as you notice the sounds around you, see if you can just experience them without bringing yourself to any one sound in particular, sit in this one-pointedness and allow the sounds to rise and fall around you. As we sit here, I invite you to feel the reality that we are a part of all of this. That we too are rising and falling. that we too are just a note being played in a great orchestra. Not without free will and choice of our own, but not with total control either. We get to play the note but we don't compose the symphony. In a moment, we'll close with three deep breaths together. And then I invite you to go throughout your day with an openness, with a deeper acceptance of the nature of things curiosity to see what's different today, to see what's new, see what you could play with, what you could explore, whom you could love a little deeper. Maybe that's yourself. Maybe it's someone else. But I invite you to accept 
that death has already happened. It is life we must choose. Take three deep breaths together, inhaling through the nose, and exhaling through the mouth. Again, inhaling through the nose, and out the mouth. And last one, deep, deep, deep inhale. And let it all go. Thank you so much for sitting with me today on the bench. I pray that peace be upon you and all of your family, close loved ones, and that all of this world may shine a little bit brighter because of our presence. <laughs>